For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. Welcome, it's Eric Erickson here. Happy Thanksgiving. I hope your turkey's thawed out. Mine is fine, though I forgot to thaw it out. It's been taken care of. It's done. Rub that bird tonight with salt and pepper and and be good to go. The phone number, we're going to treat this as an open line Friday because I'm going to be off the next few days. The phone number is 877-973-7425 should you wish to be on the program. We must turn our attention to events outside of politics, but deeply political nonetheless. We'll get into non-political stuff here, but this, this one caught my eye. The Wall Street Journal has a uh, opinion piece by John Saylor. Inside Ohio State's DEI factory, he obtained 800 pages of diversity faculty recruitment reports. So let me let me just read you part of this because it's kind of eye-opening. A search committee seeking a professor of military history rejected an applicant, quote, because his diversity statement demonstrated poor understanding of diversity and inclusion issues. Another committee noted that an applicant to be a professor of nuclear physics could understand the plight of minorities in academia because he was married to, quote, an immigrant in Texas in the age of Trump. These examples come from more than 800 pages of diversity faculty recruitment reports at Ohio State University, which I obtained through a public records request. Until recently, Ohio State's College of Arts and Sciences required every search committee to create such a report which had to be approved by various deans before finalists for a job were interviewed. In February 2021, then-President Christina Johnson launched an initiative to hire 50 professors whose work focused on race and social equity and 100% underrepresented and BIPOC hires, that is, black, indigenous, and people of color. These reports show what higher education's outsized investment in diversity, equity, and inclusion looks like in practice. Ohio State sacrificed both academic freedom and scholarly excellence for the sake of a narrowly construed vision of diversity. Each report required search committees to describe how their proposed finalists would, quote, amplify the values of diversity, inclusion, and innovation. Some reports were dutiful and bureaucratic. Some exuded enthusiasm. All were revealing. 
Racial diversity was touted as a tool to achieve viewpoint diversity, but viewpoint conformity often served as a tool to meet de facto quotas. One report said a candidate would, and I quote, greatly enhance our engagement with queer theory outside of the Western epistemological approaches, which would greatly support us both in recruitment and retention of diverse graduate populations. Other committees valued political ideology as an end in itself in search for a professor of chemistry. The report noted that one candidate's, quote, experiences as a queer neurodivergent Latinx woman in STEM has provided her with an important motivation to expand DEI efforts beyond simply representation and instead toward social justice. This was a chemistry professor. Another report conceded that, quote, as a white male, one proposed finalist, quote, does not outwardly present as a diversity candidate. In his defense, it notes that he recently published on critical race theory. The reports required search committees to describe how they evaluated diversity statements. The committee cited those statements as the sole reason for eliminating certain candidates in fields as varied as aquatic ecology, lighting design, military history, and music theory. On and on it went. You just can't make this stuff up, can you? So, essentially what happened is Ohio State decided it was less important to find experts in fields who were competent and capable of teaching young people, and more important to hire people committed to diversity, equity, and inclusion. So, for example, you have consideration of the professor of chemistry whose consideration is not that she's a good teacher or that she's good at chemistry, but that she's a neurodivergent Latinx woman. A professor of military history was rejected because he was too white. And this is my favorite right here. Um, a candidate solely acknowledges that racism, classism, etc., are issues in the academy. That's right. The candidate acknowledges that racism, classism, etc., are issues in the academy. He was applying for a job as a freshwater biologist. Um, what's more profound here is that it didn't matter the class of study that the professors were applying for. Uh, the DEI statements uh, were given equal weight to research and teaching statements. So the research that the professor had conducted in their field of study, be it astrophysics or nuclear physics or biology, were as important as whether or not the person had written DEI statements. You just can't make this stuff up, y'all. You just can't make this stuff up. Um, the reality is that these candidates were, many of them rejected because the academically liberal professors couldn't grasp that a candidate of intellectual diversity 
could actually have a bearing on campus that they needed people who were committed to progressive diversity statements and social justice. Now, let's step out of Ohio. This is happening around the country. This isn't just Ohio State. This is happening in places like Georgia. This is happening in places like Texas. This is obviously happening in places like California and New York where it doesn't matter how smart someone is. It doesn't matter how good they are at teaching. It doesn't matter how good they are with kids on campus. What matters is are they con- are they committed to the catechisms and the orthodoxies of the left when it comes to DEI statements. Now, contrast this with Iowa's Board of Regents. This news broke yesterday. Iowa's Board of Regents has voted to get rid of diversity, equity, and inclusion jobs and programs at all three public universities in the state. They approved all 10 recommendations from a DEI study group that looked at several factors, including legislation in places like Texas and Florida. In addition to removing programs, race will no longer be a factor during the admissions or hiring process. So professors in Iowa, will it'll be prohibited to have college campuses looking at DEI issues when they hire professors. Instead, they'll have to hire professors based on their academic research, their academic proficiency, and their ability to teach. Fascinating how Iowa has decided that it's more interested in whether or not a teacher can teach while Ohio State was interested in whether or not a teacher was committed enough to wokeism. Woko Haram does not care about the intellectual proficiency of a professor. Woko Haram cares about the professor's ties to the religion of wokeism. And the students are the casualties and collateral damage. The moral of the story here, by the way, is that Republican states, Republican-led states, can fight this level of nonsense. Republican-led states, conservatives can push back at the state level. A lot of Republican legislators have for so long taken hands-off approaches to academic institutions entrusting the care to boards of regents that uh, transition time and time again, sometimes self-perpetuating, that they themselves have engaged in no oversight, and it's probably time for them to do so. We had a caller, Jeff, a week or two ago on the program. His daughter is a freshman in an academic education program at the University of Georgia. And the teacher in this required class for freshmen in the education program asked a question along the lines of, true or false, Republicans stir up culture war grievances to avoid having to deal with systemic racism and institutional racism in systems that we must engage in order to teach kids. It, it was something like that, essentially, uh, see, true or false, Republicans are racist. That was basically the question being asked. And it was, it was followed by a prepositionary phrase along the lines of true or false, Republicans are racist because they're racist. True or false? Good luck to the kids who answered the question as false. This is happening at the University of Georgia. Now, we mentioned this, Jeff called in telling me he actually read the the actual question, and multiple members of the state legislature heard it and have been calling and asking, can we get it? Jeff was kind enough to leave me his phone number, and he got members of uh, the, the Georgia legislature calling him to ask him about what actually happened. You got two Republican legislators in Texas, in Oklahoma, in Ohio, in Iowa, in Florida, and the like. You, you got to pay attention to this stuff. You run the state, and the academy has decided to run a rear guard effort to undermine you 
by proselytizing wokeism to students on college campuses and turning them against you, hoping that if they play a long enough game where they have tenure and you have elections, they can turn the tide against you. And that's part of what this is, frankly, is professors have concluded they have tenure and you have elections. They can wait you out while they educate future voters to turn against you on these issues. They don't care about the competency of their research. They don't care about the competency of the education being taught. They don't care about the competency of the professors. What they care about is their woke values. They don't care about the minds of the students. They care about indoctrinating the students. They don't care about the future scientists of America, the future doctors of America, or even the future teachers of America. They just want to make sure the future orthodoxies of the left are preserved. And you, the Republicans in these states, you have the ability to hold them accountable. You have the ability to regulate. You control the purse strings in the state. It is your power as the democratically elected legislative institution of the several American states, the power of the purse. And you probably don't use it enough. You probably don't oversee enough. They've cracked down in Florida. They've cracked down in Iowa. But there are a whole lot of states with Republican trifectas where you got Republican governors and Republican legislatures, and they've continued to play this hands-off role with the academy, with higher education, where you have these progressive academics who are indoctrinating students, and their hiring pool is required to be as woke as possible. Literally, the Ohio State, the notice I said, the Ohio State. Probably there's an issue there when it comes to the grammarians. The Ohio State. The Ohio State hired a woman or recommended hiring a woman as a chemistry professor, not because she was a good professor, not because she was capable of teaching, not because she had academically gifted research in the field of chemistry, but because she was a neurodivergent lesbian Latinx. That's it. That's why they wanted to hire her. This is where we're headed. It's going to get worse unless Republicans decide to intervene, investigate, and exercise the power of the purse at the legislative level. He'll do the research and give it to you straight. Eric Erickson is live every weekday. can be live on Eric's show by calling 877-97-ERIC. That's 877-973-7425. Hello and welcome. It is Eric Erickson here. The full number 877-973-7425. I want to go to Heath on the phone. Heath, welcome to the show. How are you? Yes, sir. Hi there. Hi, how are you? Good. What's going on? Well, uh, you were talking about Argentina when I was riding down the road a while ago in my truck, and uh, we just got back from Argentina. And the the people down there are wonderful, but the oh, yeah. government is so corrupt. Mm-hmm. And to see the things going on, you could go in, – in talking about the exchange rate of money, going in, you go to an ATM, exchange a $100 bill, and you would get 37,500 pesos back because that's what the government set it at. Mm-hmm. But if you went to the casino or a cave or somewhere – you would get anywhere from 80,000 to 100,000 pesos for 
the same hundred dollar bill and the and the people are using the cash they want the cash because that's how they're surviving because they can't afford anything because of the taxes and the tariffs on everything uh, yeah 40 percent of of people of argentina now live below the beneath the poverty line which is a big change from just 10 years ago yeah it it, it is so amazing I, it was it was an eye-opening experience for us first time being in in the area just the 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 ride from the airport in Mendoza over to San Juan was so depressing to see how you know the people have to live and the things that they have to put up with, it, and it was it was opening. If 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 some of the citizens of the United States who think that socialism programs are so great would just go look at that and see it firsthand, and and not go to the big cities where everything's real fancy and they have all the dining areas. Get outside of that. Look at it and see what it really does to people. It, All right, now they, I gotta ask to you, why did you go to Argentina? We went for an international motorcycle race. Uh, my son races motorcycles, so we went down for that, and it was like the Olympics for dirt bikes and people wow, from all okay. around the United States. The U.S. The U.S. sent 31 riders. Uh, there were riders from I think 25 or 26 countries over there competing, and it's all Olympics. You're competing for gold medals. Uh, this year, the U.S. did excellent. The uh, U.S. trophy team won the trophy and were the first-place team. The women's team won the first-place trophy. Our junior team came in second. We had two club teams in the overall. They won the overall club events, and we, you know, we really had a great year racing. And and the, you know, as a whole, the United States did great, and uh, we had fantastic. a wonderful year. It's one of the best years we've had. All right, but, I I, you know, I gotta he I gotta confess that I I had you stereotyped and I got it wrong. I hear your accent it's like oh he's been down there duck hunting like all my other friends have been no, in the last month. <laughs> no no hunt, no hunting. Uh, we didn't see it. I didn't see hardly any. We saw a few ducks, but not a lot. But we were in the desert the entire time. It was hot. Uh, it was very hot. Uh, we wow. Had some very hot days. All right. So but now was, look, you didn't realize I was going to make you answer questions about this though. Um, but and I've only got about thirty seconds here. But steak? Did you get good steak while you were there? Excellent food. Excellent uh, steak. Oh yeah. Uh, the beef cooked over an open flame over the pit right beside the hotel every day. Uh, you couldn't resist it. They make uh, some fabulous yeah. food and fabulous people. They and are the, just incredible people. They're 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 incredible yep. people and and great food. I got to leave you there though, Heath. Um, but thank you for that. Incredible, just wonderful people in beautiful country. All right, I got to tell you about the Eden Pure Thunderstorm, the three-pack. You can get three of them for less than $200 right now. You're talking about that open flame cooking. If you got smoky smells in your house, they can wipe those out. Uh, cooking odors, litter box odors, pet odors, you name it. I travel with mine. It's a little bigger than my hand. You can plug it up with a USB cord in your car, and it just wipes out odors. Um, so rental cars where people have been smoking in the rental car or a hotel room, it wipes out those odors. You get three of them. So you want for your upstairs, downstairs, you've got a musty basement, get one for that. Your RV, your travel bag, whatever you need. You go to EdenPureDeals.com and you put in the discount code, Eric, E-R-I-C-K, EdenPureDeals.com. The discount code is Eric, E-R-I-C-K. You'll get three of them for less than $200. You're saving $200. You get free shipping, all of it from EdenPureDeals.com. It really works. It wipes out odors. You can thank me later. You plug it up, and you just let it run, and it wipes out those odors. EdenPureDeals.com, the discount code ERIC, E-R-I-C-K.
smart, fearless, and occasionally funny. You're listening to The Eric Erickson Show. Uh, Y'all, I just, I gotta, I'm sorry, I can't get it out of my head. I have no impulse control. I just, so back to Target and all the... The, the the pride Christmas stuff the the transgender Nutcracker did did it did it like like did it did did it do it to itself uh, <laughs> the jokes right itself a transgender Nutcracker for for your Christmas celebration <laughs> I'm sorry I j- okay it's out of my system now a, a Transgender nutcracker. Wow. I just, I'm, wow. Wow, wow, wow. Okay. <laughs> okay. Now, I, I got to play you some audio here. I, I've never, don't believe in, in the history of this program, I've bothered playing audio from Jimmy Kimmel. Um, I, I just, so I'm fascinated by the phenomenon of, uh, uh, of Stephen Colbert and Jimmy Kimmel. Uh, Jimmy Fallon on The Tonight Show really doesn't do this. Uh, Greg Gutfeld at, at Fox News is beating all of them in the ratings. But Jimmy Kimmel and Stephen Colbert are, with the, with the end of Jon Stewart on The Daily Show, became group therapy for the left. You tune in at night so that they can affirm your worldview, that all the people you hate are worth hating, all the people you like are worth hate are worth liking. Uh, it, it's a very demand. Like David Letterman, obviously a, a, a liberal, but David Letterman tried to do across-the-board humor, poked fun at all sides, and avoided a lot of politics. Jay Leno, uh, Johnny Carson before him, even Jimmy, Jimmy Fallon now. Jimmy Fallon gets attacked for not being political enough. But Colbert and Kimmel are nonstop left-wing political revivals every night designed to soothe the the soul and and the conscience of progressives. And then they lead you up to Saturday Night Live where where they do it. Remember after Hillary lost and you had What's-Her-Name playing Hallelujah on the piano, the most somber opening of Saturday Night Live. There was nothing funny about it. It was a morning session. It was group therapy. Well, Kimmel, very interestingly last night, I'm going to play you this part of his monologue. Listen to this. Joe Biden turned 81, which means he's not only the oldest president ever, he's older than just about everything in the world. I'm going to name an item. You guess if Joe Biden's older or younger than it, okay? (laughs) Joe Biden, born November 20th, 1942. Is he older or younger than Tupperware? Is he older or younger? The answer is he is older than Tupperware. Okay, next up, the Slinky. Is Biden older or younger than the Slinky? Older! Uh, yeah, that's right. It was 94 older than the Slinky. Cornflakes. Is Joe Biden older or younger than Cornflakes? Well, you might be surprised. He's actually quite a bit younger. They were invented in 1906. How about the bra? Younger or older than the bra? We're mixed on that one. Biden is younger than the bra. Betty Crocker cake mix. Is Biden older or younger? Older. <laughs> That's right. He is older than cake mix. Two-ply toilet paper. Is Biden older or younger than two-ply toilet paper? Older. Actually, they're exactly the same age. And finally, one more item. 
kitty litter. Is Biden older or younger than kitty litter? <laughs> Joe Biden is indeed older than kitty litter, which in fact could be a great new campaign slogan for him. Joe Biden. <laughs> It's true the Wall Street Journal editorial page is run by conservatives. It's the only prominent conservative editorial page at a major newspaper in the country. But the reporting at the Wall Street Journal is as middle of the road, slightly left of center. Uh, Democrats and Republicans alike read the Wall Street Journal's news coverage. It's really good news coverage. I The Wall Street Journal is one of the few newspapers I subscribe to, and I wish I could get a paper copy that showed up in the morning. Um, if they don't have local printers in my area now, so if I get the Wall Street Journal, it doesn't show up until the afternoon, and and I I want it in the morning, so I read it on my iPad. It's great news coverage. It's about as as reliable and, and fair as you can get. I, I've got quibbles with it, but compared to the New York Times or even the pro Hamas Washington Post, I think the Wall Street Journal does a better job. And in its news section, not its opinion and commentary section. But its news section, the Wall Street Journal interviewed a group of people who were born on the same day as Joe Biden. And they asked each of them, some of them Republican, some of them Democrat, some of them independent, some of them not really into voting. Should Joe Biden pursue a second term? Even the ones who said they would vote for Joe Biden said absolutely not. Even the 81-year-olds born the exact same day as Joe Biden, they share a birthday with him. Even the ones who supported him in 2020 and said they would support him again in 2024 said it was a bad idea for Joe Biden to run a second time. They're not wrong. Listen, I I wrote this this morning. You should know. Some of you won't be happy about it, um, but I wrote this this morning. I said that, Democrats, your president of the United States, your front runner, is polling as the most unpopular president in modern American history. There are venereal diseases that are more popular than Joe Biden in this country right now. He makes the Carter administration look positively positive. And he is tied with Donald Trump in the polling. Who you Democrats believe is an existential threat to democracy. Even Democrats believe he's too old to run again. If you're a Democrat, you probably want to rethink having him as your front runner. He is literally tied with the most unpopular man to ever run for president. That's a big red flag for you guys. On the Republican side, Donald Trump is tied with the most unpopular president in modern American history. That should be a warning sign for Republicans. Every other Republican handily beats Joe Biden in the polling, Nikki Haley more than anyone else. 
And Republicans would rather argue the polling isn't real than realize that their front runner, Donald Trump, is deeply unpopular. And the only reason some polls have him ahead of Joe Biden is because it's the Democrats who say they're going to stay home. And if Donald Trump is actually the president, you and I both know they'll turn out to make sure he doesn't get back in the White House. Both parties are offering up front runners who are deeply unpopular. The most unpopular president of the United States running for re-election against the most unpopular candidate for president of the United States is not the unstoppable force meeting the immovable object. It's the brain-eating amoeba versus the brain-swelling amoeba. And, and Republicans and Democrats alike are forcing the country to choose which one you want to kill us all off. It's like a choose-your-own-adventure where all paths lead to hell. I firmly believe if either party changes its nominee, that change is going to win. People are not excited about Now, listen, listen, hey, you may be excited. You may love Donald John Trump. You may love Joseph Robinette Biden. But you are in the minority of this country. The Quinnipiac poll that has come out, seven in 10 independents prefer someone other than Biden and Trump. Many of them might stay home. And then it's a, a matter of mobilizing the bases. And the problem is the Democratic base is larger than the Republican base. Six in 10 of Donald Trump's supporters say that they are willing to consider someone else they would be smart to. I don't know that the party's smart enough to, to change. I, I really do think, y'all, in, in all sincerity and honesty, I know some of you love Trump, but I know some of you love Biden. The party that changes the face of its frontrunner to someone else probably is the party that's going to win because Americans as a whole do not want to go through Biden versus Trump 2.0. It is the most useless waste of a sequel since Caddyshack 2. There's no point in it. All the warning signs are flashing that the American people are fed up and the parties discredit themselves. The problem is that the most committed members of the base of each party are committed to their frontrunners. And they cannot be dissuaded that anyone else could possibly do better than their frontrunners, despite all the data and all the evidence showing otherwise. But nobody wants to believe a poll unless that poll tells them exactly what they believe. And if it, the poll tells you exactly what you believe, you will decide the poll is right. This is why the warning signs are going off among Democratic consultants, because they tend to recognize that these media polls did get 2022 and 2020 pretty good. And when the media polls are telling you Joe Biden is tied with Donald Trump and you believe he's an existential threat to American democracy, you probably need to shove him aside. Not downstairs, just aside. The problem, however, for Democrats is this, in all sincerity and candor, you know what the keystone is? Pennsylvania is called the keystone state. In an arch of individual pieces, the keystone is the central stone at the top of the arch that all sides lean into. The Romans figured out the keystone. You put a keystone down, you build the arch around it, and the arch will stay in place. You remove the keystone and the arch falls over. Joe Biden is the keystone of the Democratic Party. You have the tensions of the left and the far left weighing in on Joe Biden. He's doing his best to balance it out. You get rid of Joe Biden, who do you pick? The arch falls apart. 
The Democrats are betting the Republicans fall apart because there are so many Republicans, 13% of Republicans and a majority of independents who aren't enthusiastic about Donald Trump. They think you keep Joe Biden in place, even though nobody likes him. So many people hate Donald Trump and the people who really hate Joe Biden the most are on the far left these days. They'll come back to him to stop Trump. That's their calculus. It's all about keep the keystone in place so the Democratic arch doesn't collapse and allow the Republicans to squabble over Trump. That's their entire game plan for 2024. So if the Republicans swap out Trump, it totally collapses the Democrats' game plan. If Joe Biden goes away, suddenly it shakes up enough on the Democratic side that people start looking at their new guy. But there's a problem for the Democrats. You remove Joe Biden, who can be the keystone to hold the left and far left together? They don't have a lot of options there. Gavin Newsom's too far left. Who do you do? Who do you put? I don't know. That's a problem the Democrats are going to have to figure out. Now, regarding this, let me go on and take Stacy's phone call here. Stacy, welcome to the show. Hey, quick comment, and I might have been talking to Charlie when you mentioned this, but the transgender nutcracker at Target is not going to work. You want to know why? Why? There are no nuts to crack. <laughs> I was, I've been, Stacy, all day, I've just avoided making that very joke, and, and here you, you well, go. You're and... welcome. <laughs> now, my question, with, um, what would be, who would be your top I'm three? I'm sorry. Candidates? No, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> I, I'm, I literally, like, that is the joke. It's like, I'm not going to say that. Or I'm not going to say it. And, and along comes <laughs> Stacy and says, I'll say it for you. <laughs> well, I'll ask Jesus for forgiveness once we yep, finish please talking. Please do. All right. So now so your who, question. Who would be your top three candidates for the Democratic candidate should Biden step aside? And I called once before, I heard on your show that you poo-pooed the idea of Michelle Obama running, but who would be your top three Democrats? Okay, you you know, I I will tell you, so the Michelle Obama one, I just don't think that every Republican I know says, oh, it's going to be Michelle Obama. I I don't know a single Democrat who ever brings her up because she hated being in the White House. She didn't like Obama being president. I don't know that she would want to. Democrats, don't get me wrong, they would love to have Michelle Obama. Uh, I, well, it's a way I, for Obama to get another term as well. It, it is. It is. But she hated being there to begin with. So I, I don't think she mm-hmm. would want to come back. Now, who do I? Th- here are the names that Democrats talk about. Most Democratic strategists that I talk to actually dismiss the idea of Gavin Newsom, that he covets it relentlessly, but he's too far left and the Republicans would make mincemeat of him that he's a great politician for California, he would be terrible for the nation. They come up with Gretchen Whitmer all the time, a a blue state, swing state, female governor. Uh, Democratic strategists love the idea of Gretchen Whitmer. I think we could crush her on the issue of COVID and how she handled COVID in Michigan, but Democrats are just besmitten with the idea of you get rid of Joe and Kamala, uh, you let Gretchen Whitmer. The name that also doesn't come up ever is Buttigieg. None of the Democratic strategists actually like Pete Buttigieg. They they think he would be out over his skis if he if he tried to run for president. Whitmer is the one. Jared Polis, the governor of Colorado, comes up a little bit, but there is an infatuation on the Democratic side with Gretchen Whitmer, um, a blue state governor of a state that was a swing state that has solidly, decisively moved to the left. Um, they they think she makes a lot of sense. I don't know that they're right, however. 
All right, I got to tell you about Stamps.com. Listen, uh, y'all are going to be standing in line a lot this holiday season at the grocery store and everywhere else. One place you don't have to stand in line is the post office or UPS when you ship packages because you can arrange pickup at your home or office through Stamps.com. Get 84% uh, 84 off shipping rates for the post office and UPS, and you have no long-term commitment. You have no contract. All you do is go to Stamps.com. You click the microphone, and you sign up with my name, Eric, E-R-I-C-K, you get a no law. You get a, a a limited time offer with no long term commitment and no contract. You get a free digital scale. You get free postage, and then you start shipping. And with their app or their their website, you can just print your labels on your own home printer, weigh out your packages, get everything ready to go, and then tell the post office UPS, hey, come here to pick them up. You don't stand in line, bypass the line. People coughing. They they got the flu out there. You bypass the line. Stamps.com makes it so easy. And if you're a small business and you integrate with all the different shopping sites for whatever you sell, they integrate with them as well. So it makes label printing even easier. All you do is go to Stamps.com. You click on the microphone and you put in my name, Eric, E-R-I-C-K, and you get this great offer. You get free digital scale. You have no long-term commitment. You have no contract to sign, and you get to skip the lines. You're listening to The Eric Erickson Show, the perfect blend of news, analysis, opinion, and cooking. Yeah, cooking. Want Eric's weekly recipes? They're super delicious. Text recipe to 33777 now. Welcome. It is Eric Erickson here. So did y'all hear the, the White House? Um, they, they commemorated uh, something about uh, transgender deaths in the last year yesterday, some sort of trans remembrance day, 26 transgender people killed. Uh, you should know that every year 22 Americans are killed by cows. Greg Price noted this on Twitter that statistically 22 people are going to die this year from a cow. 26 transgender people died last year. One of the ones honored by the White House was killed by police after attempting to murder a police officer. Still, the president has done nothing to acknowledge the deaths at Covenant Academy in Nashville from a transgender shooter. Uh, It's just the, the left's embrace of of madness is just something, including now deciding that Elagabalus, the Roman emperor, might have been transgender, which is nonsense. But, oh, my goodness, people have lost their mind. Don't lose your mind when it comes to holiday cooking. Go to omahasteaks.com. You can save 50% right now, site-wide, 50% off. And then at checkout, put my name in, Eric, as your promo code, and get an additional $30 off, minimum order required. OmahaSteaks.com. They've been doing this since 1917. They know how to uh, deliver great quality food to your door, ready-made sides, desserts, uh, main courses, great steaks, great seafood, great poultry, great pork. You can get it all from OmahaSteaks.com. They deliver deliciousness to your door. They've done this since 1917. They got into the mail order business in the 1950s and 60s, and they give you 100% satisfaction guarantee because they want you to be a lifetime customer. It's what they do. That's how good they are. They stand by their product. They want to make you happy if you're not. You go to OmahaSteaks.com. At checkout, you put in the promo code ERIC, E-R-I-C-K. You'll get $30 off already unbelievable site-wide 50% off savings at OmahaSteaks.com. Get the caramel apple oils. Get the New York strips. They're all delicious. OmahaSteaks.com. ERIC is your promo code at checkout. 
For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.